screen to how deep the father's love and key of f brother ben good to be back with you we had a wonderful time in kentucky with the saints there for brother andrew sister isabella's wedding and if you know someone in kentucky chances are they said to greet you otherwise i'm not going to go down the list so god bless you from kentucky and indiana we had a wonderful time there brother brad burgess brother daniel andes and all the saints there and it was really a wonderful time same spirit everywhere you go with believers. Amen. It's wonderful. Let's just sing this together, though. We've come this morning to give worship and praise to the Lord and to hear the words. So let's just enter in. We have a couple specials and we don't want our own program. We want the Lord to have his way. Amen. So let's just sing together. How deep the father's love. Oh, how deep the father's love for us. How vast beyond all
We do have a testimony as well as a continued prayer request. Sister Violet Laws and the Laws family would just like to give thanks for prayers for her grandson Ezekiel. I mean, his blood count has drastically gone down from 300 to 11, which is nothing short of a miracle. We're very thankful for the Lord moving on Ezekiel's behalf and just asking for a total healing and that all would be well with him and that God can use this situation, amen, to minister to the family. Amen. Brother. Hallelujah. God bless you, Brother EBA. Hallelujah. We identify with that. Amen. Brother John Waldner, maybe I could just ask if you would come, please, this morning, open the service in a word of prayer. We don't have any other written prayer requests, but if there's something on your heart that you just like to remember before the Lord, we know he sees every heart, every upraised hand. Amen. Lord Jesus, we just come before you this morning, Lord. We wait upon you, Lord, just inviting you, Lord God, your presence, Father. We know that if you don't come this morning, Lord, we've we've all gathered in vain, Lord. So we invite you, Lord Jesus. We know that you always come when you're invited, Lord. Even a Pharisee that invited you with the wrong heart and the wrong attitude, you still came, Lord. You were there, Father, faithful. We invite you this morning, Lord, with our praise, with our worship, in our hearts, Lord. We just want to constrain you, Lord, maybe not even with our lips, but our spirits and our hearts. We're groaning, Lord. We, we want to see you, Lord, in our lives, in our church, Lord, more. Your demonstration, your power, Lord. We just 
ask, Lord, that you would come in a supernatural way this morning, Lord. We feel your presence here, Lord. And we thank you, Father, for this wonderful atmosphere, Lord. But Lord, we just want to wait upon you, Lord, and ask, Father, that you would come in a supernatural way, Lord. There's many needs, Lord, and many testimonies, Lord. And we're thankful for all that you've done, Lord. We, we believe that you are not a God who is dead. You are a God who is alive. You're in your people. You're doing the miraculous. You're doing the supernatural, Father. And we thank you for that. For all the mighty things you have done, Lord, we can't cease to praise you, Lord. For all the supernatural works, Lord, you have blessed us, Lord. You have poured yourself out, Lord, more than we could even ask or think, Lord. You have done exceedingly and abundantly, Lord, and we can't thank you enough, Lord Jesus. You're a mighty God. You're our personal God. You're our Savior. You're our Lord. You're our Deliverer. You're our Warrior, Lord. You're our Healer. You're more than life to us, Lord Jesus. You're the healer of our broken pieces, Lord. You came and you mended us, Lord. You you quickened us, Lord. You gave us life, Lord Jesus, when we were dead in our sins and trespasses, Lord. You changed us, Father, and you can do it for the sinner that's here today, Lord. You're still on the throne, Father. There's still grace and mercy, Lord. So I pray that you would move in our midst, Lord, that you would move in those hearts that need deliverance, Lord. May you deliver them, Lord Jesus, the soul, Father, the spirit that is is hurting, the spirit that is wounded, Lord Jesus. You're Jehovah Jireh. You're the provided sacrifice for our healing, for our sins, Lord. So we claim it for every need tonight, Lord, this morning, Lord Jesus. May the supernatural God that you are just brood and go over every seat, Lord. May the angel of the Lord go, Father, from the back seat of the balcony, Lord, to the front of the pulpit, Lord God. May your anointing be upon every aisle, Lord Jesus. Every person, Lord, may they feel your presence, Lord. Oh, God, we believe that you are still working and moving, Lord, and we just pray for it tonight, this morning, Lord Jesus, for these needs, Lord, for these testimonies, Lord. We can't help but to give you the glory and the honor for it, for what you've done in this little boy's life as we prayed for a little Ezekiel, Lord. We thank you, Father. We praise you, Lord, for doing the supernatural, Lord Jesus. We pray that you'd continue to strengthen him, Lord. Continue to move in his body, Lord God. And, and just a full recovery, we pray, Lord. By your stripes that you shed at Calvary, he is healed. Thank you, Lord Jesus. We just pray that you would move tonight through your servant, Lord. Whoever may minister, Lord, Brother Tom. We just pray that you would anoint him, Lord God. May you just grab a fresh coal from the altar, Lord, and anoint his lips, Lord God. Give him inspiration, Lord Jesus. Just just take control and step inside that vessel, Lord, and anoint that gift, Lord God, to feed your sheep, Lord, to feed your lambs, Lord God. We need, Father, food, Lord Jesus. We pray that you would anoint him, Lord, that you would speak, Lord God, to our needs, Father, as we just present ourselves before you, Lord. We pray for our pastor, Lord, that is here. We pray that you'd strengthen him, Lord, that you would renew his body, Lord, and give him supernatural strength and energy, Lord. Sister Ruth, Lord, we just hold them up before you, Lord, and pray that you'd bless them, Lord. Our musicians, our song leader, Lord, any songs that would be sung, any specials, Lord, we just invite you into it all, Lord. May you be pleased with our worship, Lord, our praise, Lord. Above all, Father, we just want to say that we love you, Lord. 
Oh, when we think of what you've done for us, Lord, when we think of where we would be, Lord, oh God, we think of your mighty works and Lord, all the things that you've done, we just say from our hearts, who are we that you'd be mindful of us, Lord? What is man? Who are we sinners saved by grace? But you came by our way, Lord, your presence, Father, one moment, Lord. Oh, God, we thank you, Lord. We love you, Lord Jesus. From our hearts, we just want to say that we love you, Lord. Oh, we worship you, Lord Jesus, this morning, Lord. May our praise be lifted up before your throne, Lord God. And may you be adored and worshiped, Lord, for you are truly worthy of it all, Lord. Commit this service into your hands, Lord. We, We bring these requests and we ask them all in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you, Brother John. You may have your seats as we take up the morning offering. Amen. Sister Julie has a special for us. Why don't you go ahead and come at this time, Sister Julie, and get ready for your special, if you would. We did have a special word of greeting for our brother Joseph Lumami. Where are you, Brother Joseph? I just God bless you. Why don't you stand so those who haven't seen you can welcome you. I've never got to meet you myself. God bless you. Welcome. For those of you who don't know... He did not come to visit all of us. He's getting married to Sister Sharon. God bless you, Sister Sharon, this weekend. And there is an announcement that there will be a wedding this Saturday at 11 a.m. Everyone is invited to the ceremony and the stand-up reception directly following in the fellowship hall. God bless you in your final days of preparation. We will miss you, Sister Sharon, very much. Come home and visit. Come sing for us again, if you would, please. And then we don't have any other announcements at this time. Just allow Sister Julie to sing. God bless you, saints. The song I'm singing today, uh, I, I actually had this thought from the Wednesday preaching by Brother Murphy when he mentioned about uh, many a times we think we are going through this and this, but... It's actually not needed to go all the way through the end of the tunnel. God can just open a side door and we can walk away. And this has happened in my life and God's word is so real and it's getting so, so very real to me every day. And I pray this song will bless you all as we keep worshiping the Lord. Okay. Hey. 
Julie. Amen. God bless you. And we are going to have one more special before Brother Tom comes. Maybe Sister Lily Rose, Annabelle can come get ready for their special. Let's sing that chorus, Because He Lives, I Can Face Tomorrow. One of the first choruses I learned at a little message church down in Texas, and I still love it. Because He Knows. Amen. Because He Lives, oh, I can face tomorrow. I know He holds my 
far too wide but from the far side of the chasm you held me in your side so you made a way across the great divide left behind heaven's throne to build it here inside and there at the cross Paid the debt I owed Broke my chains Fear my soul For the first time I'd hope Thank you Jesus For the blood The blood Thank you Jesus You have Washed me white Thank you Jesus You have saved darkness into glorious light. You took my place and laid inside my tomb of sin. You were buried for three days, but then you walked right out again. And now death has no sting. Don't 
Thank you, sisters. Amen. I want to, I want to rejoice with you this morning. Why don't we sing paid in full key of G? We have 1321. We have the words for that. As brother Tom comes, let's just sing and rejoice together. Paid in full by the blood of the lamb. When justice called for a payment for sin, no unworthy could be found among Him. Oh, what a wonderful day it is in the presence of the Lord Jesus. I want to cast all my cares on him this morning. So we'll just sing that, casting all your cares on him. So I'm casting all my cares on you. That's what 
What a day, what a day, what a moment it's going to be when that sweep just moves over the bride. What a day that's going to be, day of rejoicing and thanksgiving. So Brother Jim Hayes in the parking lot, Brother Jim, here he is visiting us. God bless you, Brother Jim, it's been a long time. We welcome you. I saw the camera panning and I saw Sister Bev sitting in the back. Sister Bev Charman, are you there in the back? You just raise your hand. There you are. She's a saint. God bless her. And of course, the bridegroom has shown up. So if the bridegroom's here, Jesus must be here. Amen. Nice to have you here, Brother Joseph. Nice to have you. Looking forward to next weekend. I'm sure you're looking forward more than us. And nice to have you here safe and sound. Well, we like to greet you all. Summer is a different type of a season. You got those that come in and you got those that are going out on holidays. So I always look forward to September once we get there. But before that happens, in two weeks, we have a camp coming up. We want to be in prayer for that. Already just so quickly. And uh, our junior camp starts August 1st and then runs to the 3rd. Then August 4th and to the Sunday is senior camp. We have a lot of visitors coming. We have all the RVs full, and I'm sure we're just going to have a wonderful time. Brother Dwayne Lawson is going to be our our main speaker. Brother David Mayer is going to be speaking also with us. So we're just going to have a wonderful time in the presence of the Lord. Amen. We're looking forward to it and different ones wanting to come from around the states and Europe. So God bless each one that comes. Brother Wes and Diane. Just amazing. Sister Joanna and I, just as we're driving in the parking lot, we saw there's Diana West. Can you believe it? They're still here. Maybe we'll just get that nail as Mike preached on clinch the nail and he can't go. All right. Just wonderful how the Lord worked at the border. That was just marvelous, marvelous. We do want to pray for the Deepak family, Uh, Brother um, Deepak Titus and Sister Vandy have flown back to India. Brother Ed, you know this, that Brother Deepak, or I'm Brother Titus Sr., is the pastor of the church in India, and um, he fell this morning in the bathroom, and uh, they couldn't get him up. So uh, he was preparing for the Sunday morning service and collapsed. So we just pray that God will be with the uh, Titus family in India and keep them in our prayers. Amen. Let's bow our heads as we turn now to the word. Heavenly Father, we have come into your house to rejoice in the goodness of God. There's never been a day like this day. And so, Father, I pray, God, that the expectation in the hearts of your children will be very high this morning. Lord, for as we use the quote, and we'll use it again from your prophet, who said, we are not feeding on the words of man. We are feeding off the body word of the Son of Man. 
And Lord Jesus, we're praying, God, that you will feed our hungry souls this morning. Break the bread of life, Lord. God, meet every need in divine presence. Be with those that are away and those that have returned. We ask, God, that you'll now bless the word, the speaking of it, and the hearing. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you, musicians. God bless you. Thank you so much. We'll turn to the Bible, please, to Second Peter. Second Peter, first chapter. So we'll, we'll, we'll try it one more time to slow down a bit. Um, I'd like to take a thought on the voice from the excellent glory. And um, if God would be pleased that we're still dwelling on pondering, pondering the voice from the immortal to the mortal to take us back from mortality to immortality. And then to do that, there had to be a voice from that other dimension that is calling us to go to that dimension. So there had to be a deep calling to the deep. There had to be a message come that God would use as a vehicle or the power or an anointing that's going to transfer us from this place to that place. And all I realize more and more, if you just look up the voice, and we've used the uh, scripture, Revelation 10, 7, in days of the voice of the seventh angel, when he shall begin to sound, all the mystery of God shall be finished. And that is a quotable quote. Of course, that's scripture, and we use it often. But it's more than just a scripture. And we'll, we'll get into that. The voice from the excellent glory. Second Peter. Chapter 1, verse 16. We have not followed cunningly devised fables when we made known unto you the power and the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ, but were eyewitnesses of his majesty. We were eyewitnesses of his majesty. For he received from God the Father honor and glory when there came such a voice to him from the excellent glory. This is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. And this voice which came, where did it come from? Came from another dimension. This voice which came from heaven, we heard when we were in with him in the holy mountain. We have all, we have also a more sure word of prophecy where unto you do well that you take heed as unto a light that shineth in a dark place until the day dawn and the day star rises in your hearts. Knowing this first that no prophecy of the scripture is of any private interpretation. For the prophecy came not in old time by the will of man, but by holy men of God spake as they were moved by the Holy Ghost. And may the Lord add his blessing to the reading of his word. You may have your seats. Like you now turn to, please, we have lots of scripture we'd like to look at. John chapter 14. John chapter 14, verse 1. 
The Bible said, let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. In my father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. This should be more important to you than any age that has lived on the face of the earth. This should be more relevant and more alive to you and I. In my father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you, I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go to prepare a place for you, notice what he says here. And I want you to now catch the revelation of the hour. I will come again. I will come again. Brother Brown said this is more than a funeral text. This is things that are to be. And he was announcing to the people, I have gone to prepare a place for you and I will come again and I will receive you unto myself. So we, when we say the presence of the Lord Jesus is here, God is coming to us. I want you to keep that in mind, saints. Don't look to future. Realize what's happening now. I will come again and receive you to myself that where I am, you may be also. Amazing scripture. Amazing revelation. Now, I I did and we have been speaking on the voice. And the voice from that eternal realm and how often we use the quotes over the last three or four services where Brother Bram said, that's not my voice, that's his voice. He's just using me. So we understand now we're not just following now William Branham. We're following the message that God spoke through William Branham. God speaking through his vessel. God can't do anything. And first reveals it to his servants, the prophet. So now the prophet had to be on a scene for God to tell us and to receive you unto himself. The presence of the prophet was telling us that God was coming on the scene. And we'll thus get into, behold, the Lamb of God that taketh away the sin of the world. But we've been speaking on that voice. And it's not just a voice of Murphy Wong or the voice of Brother Ed Biscoll or the voice of any minister that stands. We have to see beyond the veil and see that then the God is still using the vocal cords of a fivefold ministry. So God, Brother Brown said, uses men. God could have used the sun, the moon, the stars. He could have used the wind, but he chose to use man. And people say, well, you're following a man. Well, who are they following? God uses men. God used William Marion Branham. Because he had to be here so that you could be sitting here. God was now receiving you to himself. So there had to be a prophet to usher you into the presence of the Lord. No different than John the Baptist on the Jordan River saying to those that were around him, Behold the Lamb of God that taketh away the sins of the world. 
It took a prophet's voice to introduce the Lamb of God. And as Brother Branham was baptizing on the Ohio River, as we covered in 1933, the angel, the star, Brother Branham says at one place, came down on the river, the prophet in the water, saying, as John the Baptist foreran the first coming of Christ, your message will forerun the second coming of Christ. So you tell me, how important is Malachi 4? Very important. Without Malachi 4, without Revelation 10.7, you would never know what Revelation 10.1 was. And so now we use these scriptures so quickly because most of us have been uh, sat under this word for so many years. And so please, you will hear quotes that you've heard before or scriptures that are once preached on. But I just pray that the Holy Spirit would just peel it back a little bit more for you and for me this morning. So the Bible says in Jesus, when he was baptized and went up straight up out of the water and lo, the heavens were open unto him. And he saw the spirit of God descending like a dove and lightning upon him. And lo, a voice from heaven. Can I say a voice from the most excellent glory? A voice from heaven saying, This is my beloved son in whom I'm well pleased. Tremendous voice. You would have thought Jerusalem. You would have thought Israel. Would have just fallen on their faces and run to the temple. That the pillar of fire came down and a voice came out of heaven and said, this is my beloved son. And not even John's followers except Andrew. And another disciple followed Jesus, the rest stayed. Messiah was being identified. So I want you to see this morning, it is not a big number. We say, well, the voice came. And the voice came from his excellent glory. And a voice used Malachi 4. And a voice is forming or speaking a bride into existence. And we take it so nonchalant. Never. Not the bride of Jesus Christ. It's the voice of the bridegroom. And it's the voice from his excellent glory. And he's pulling a bride out of this world to bring us into another dimension. And lo, he sent out a mighty voice. The Bible says in John 12 and 27, Now is my soul troubled, and what shall I say? Father, save me from this hour. But for this cause I came unto this hour. Father... Glorify thy name. Then came there a voice. Now, saints of God, listen. I feel very humbled that I could stand here to preach to the redeemed of God. But God uses men. And God uses men's vocal cords. And there came a voice from heaven saying, I have both glorified it and will glorify it again. Now, saints of God, please, let's be on the edge of our seats, realizing not everybody is understanding what this voice is saying. 
There has to be a receiving set. There has to be a predestinated seed in you to tune in to what the voice is saying. And I will get into, you say, well, Brother Tom, what kind of victor should I have? You should be so victorious. You should be so overcoming. You should be stomping on devils. You should be living in the victory. You should have joy unspeakable and full of glory. That's what this voice came. Not just so you can say, I can repeat what he said, but you can live what he said. It's very important because many sit here and have through around the world and said, I was in those meetings and I heard what that prophet said, but barely live a victorious life. That is not what the voice came for. The voice came from that excellent glory so that you could hear from heaven and that he could turn your hearts back to the faith of our fathers. Look back to heaven. Listen to what Brother Bram said in Future Home. And that's what I've been studying for the last two weeks. Three weeks, if not four. You say, one message? Yes, one message. One message. Because there's more in that message. That's, you know how important that message is? So important. Billy Paul was behind this pulpit. And he gave a testimony when the prophet preached Future Home. And they were walking home. And he said, Billy, did you get what I preached today? He said, yes, I did, Daddy. And the prophet said, no, you didn't. And Billy Paul said, yes, I did. He said, no, you didn't. And he said, yes, I did. He said, no, you didn't, Paul. Barely five people got what I said. But it was the voice of God laying there for you and me. And Brother Bram said in the future home of the heavenly bridegroom. Remember, he's going to receive you unto himself. Christ has gone preparing a place and it's been in construction for many many thousands of years preparing a place and you you look on these opulent homes that men built and you got the Hearst Castle and you got multi-billionaires and and here they're building their yachts and they've got all these things and they got all the design. And that is mere mortal man. As Brother Bisco said over the years, it's nothing but a speck of uh, dust on this great globe. And they come up with this. What do you think the God of glory has in mind for you? Receiving you unto himself. For the Lord himself has descended with a voice, a shout, a voice, and a trump. What is he doing? He's drawing us. This world is, it's not my home. I'm just a passing through. So he said he's gone to prepare a place for you. He's te- he is in construction for many, many thousands of years preparing a place. Brother Bram said in one place, when he made the universe, he just took the dust and blew it off. And, and now they've set out the James Webb uh, uh, telescope out into space. And they're looking at, at stars and galaxies that they haven't even thought about. And they say the universe is expanding. We could have told them that. And it didn't even cost me a dollar to go to university. To learn the astronomy, astrology or astronomy, 
God is a creator. And if he's a creator, it's his attribute. So then God doesn't stop creating. So the universe is expanding and worlds are being created and stars are birthing. It, it, it's a glorious thing to see. But he said, I've gone to prepare a place for you again and to receive you. That's the amazing part. He's now thousands and thousands of years, but now there comes a time where he's going to receive a bride. That whatever, wherever I am, there you may be also. Notice, he said, it's the redeemer and the redeemed. When the redeemed are gathering in. You know, we often... Of course, it's part of our lives. It is our lives, the gospel and the word. And we pray for services. We pray for whoever's speaking. And Murphy robbed my scripture on Wednesday. So I thought I would take it back. Because Brother Brown said in Restoration of the Bride Tree, give it back. So I'm going to take this back, Brother Murphy. Philippians 2 and 13. For it is God which worketh in you. Both to will and to do. I want you to take that very, I want you to think about that very slowly now as we go through this. For it is God which worketh in you both to will and to do of his good pleasure. For it is God that's working in you. And it's a present tense verb. So if he worketh in you, it means he will continue. As he's building a future home, he is building you up into the stature of a perfect man. It's a continual working. Who loves to live in a half-finished home? Nobody I know. So God never quits building. His workmanship is not made in China. Or Japan. Or Canada. Or U.S. of A. His workmanship is from glory. And he's continually working. That's why you hear a service and one hears this, another hears that, another hears this, another hears that. Why? Because he's working on you. You might have gone past the drywall stage and you're in the finishing stages. But saints of God, let me just tell you something. Those that are called to this catching away. We will all be in the same place. At the same time. He's not going to take a few. And then another few. And then another few. We're all going to be changed in a moment. In the twinkling of an eye. No different. Saints listen to me. No different than when Noah built the ark. The cheetah. Probably was the fastest runner of the animals. Beelined it to the ark. Then the, then the lions and then the giraffes and different ones. But do you know how they had to wait? Because the ark door couldn't close until the snail. 
They all were in their places. And they all had to wait for that one little snail. On the gangplank. Nobody stepped on him. So you say, well, I got to get this. I got to grab this. I no, you just be in expectation. And let God that's doing the work in you. Continue to do the work in you. You will get from the plank to the door. Because the door is Jesus Christ. And he's not going to leave one behind. You say, is that a quotable quote? Well, I used it. I I remember preaching on it actually in 1983. If you can imagine. I remember that in my notes in 1983. And about 10 years ago, I was reading on Luther. And Luther said they all had to wait for the snail. I said, isn't that amazing? Makes you feel pretty good. Same spirit. Same word. So it's God that worketh continually. Present tense. God working continually in you. Both to will. That is constantly God being present. Gives us the want to. And that's why some people just don't have the want to. But if you're seed, he puts in you the want to. And you might as well rejoice. Because there's something in you that does not want to stay here. It wants to go to a future home. Amen. It gives us the want to and to work. It's a present tense. It's a power that energizes something in you that works out of you. And we sing the chorus, it's Jesus on the inside working toward the, what is it? It's a present tense power that's working in you, that's bringing this body subject to the word of God. Oh my goodness. And it's no longer me that live, but Christ liveth in me. So it's the power of God. That came from another dimension. Because if we are, Brother Bram said, if you've got ever la- uh, eternal life, you always had eternal life. That came from the very thoughts of God. For it is God's good pleasure. He never leaves something unfinished. You might as well rejoice. He's not going to leave you behind. Amen. He doesn't save you to lose you. He didn't go to Calvary so you couldn't get your healing. He went to Calvary for your healing. For your salvation. For your deliverance. Hallelujah. It's God working in you. Just let Him work. Let Him work. Drink and push out. Drink and push out. Hallelujah. Don't mothers, don't ever get bored for what the preacher's preaching. Don't worry about your kitchen. Don't worry about nothing. You focus on the word of God. Be a Mary. Run to the tomb. Beat the brothers. Well, I'm a sister. Well, you can press in. Mary ran. And Mary ran. They did. 
Why don't you sisters start running? Running with the message. Live the message. Say, this is just for brothers. It's for you. It's for each and one of you. Why? That power that is invested in you, if you look it up into the Greek, means that you have been clothed with a garment to perform to promise. God adorned you. He put that word in you, clothed you, so that you could perform to the promise that he had in his mind regarding you. She is his victory. She is an overcomer. You've been clothed with it. It came from God. We're going back to God. Jesus said, I came from God. I go back to God. I want to say, I, being a son of God, I came from God. I go back to God. Amen. If you never came from him, you'll never go back. But if you realize I'm a born again son and daughter of God, then if I've come from him, I'm clothed with a power to perform. To put the devil under my foot. Power to put your home in place. Power for a teenager to live above the world. Power to conquer computers. Listen, Satan's horde is throwing everything at you. He's got these watches, crazy watches. They call them smartphones and smartwatches. No, they're not. They're dumb. You want to pray? Ping, ping, ping. Then you think, oh, I got to answer that because it could be just like we had, I had last night. Brother Deepak, my daddy has had collapse. They don't know whether he'll make it to the hospital. You got to answer, unfortunately, the pings. But why are they there? To distract you. Distract you. But we've been given a power cloak to perform to promise. And we're going to step on that demon. You control it. Don't let it control you. It drives me crazy. When I see. I don't even have it on me. I've got it back in the back. Young people. Ten years old. Holding a thousand dollar phone. It drives me bonkers. Who on earth. Do they need to talk to that that's important? And who would buy them an 800 to $1,000 phone? When my amen corner went way down. Really? Give them a flip phone. Well, anyways, that's a youth camp message. But we still have some youth around here. Clothed to perform. So when you hear that word, you live it. Because we are doers of it. Not just hearers only, but doers. You say, how hard is it to be kind? Try it. It's one of the virtues. It's one of the parts of the building, of the building up of the stature. Mm -hmm. Kind, gentle, meek. We're clothed with it. 
Remember, as I preached years ago, it's Corgeo, I think it is. Add to your faith virtue, virtue knowledge. And yet Jesus said, no man can add to his stature. So then you got to look at that word add and find out that that ad Corgeo is someone planted a seed with full power. You can't add, God adds it. So it says then for you to add faith, just lay in the presence of the sun. I thought, that's amazing. Whoever interpreted that or the prophet was more Greek than the Greeks. He said, you lay in the presence of the sun and you will have faith, virtue, knowledge, temperance, meekness, kindness. Amen. It's his workmanship. It's his clothing. It's his word. People try to make it a doctrine. It's not a doctrine. It's a life. Hallelujah. It's the life behind this message. That makes the demons tremble. It will make an unclean woman become clean. An unclean man to become clean. Make a leper whole. whole. A streetwalker holy. Power. I got barely enough power to come to church. We got power. Say, we better have enough power to lift off this terra firma. How are you going to do it? By laying in the presence of the sun. The rising of the sun. These are announcements. It's to let you know that you've got a power in you. Not just the Live on in Laodicea. Conquer Laodicea. What kind of power? You've heard this quote. Like I said, I, 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 forgive me if I repeat myself from quotes to quotes, but the whole message is quotable. As I said years ago, I'm quotatious. I, it, it's quotatious. I just got to live by what God does. So he says, because the shock... There is no more, nothing left, but the grain. Is that right? It's got to be grain. If it's harvest time, it's grain time. You say it's bride time, it's grain time. You got the life of what went in the ground in you. It's not shuck time, it's grain time. Yes, sir. It's got the same kind that went into the ground. Jesus Christ, the same yesterday, today, and forever. Thane, this is for you. This is one that you say, well, I got saved at a camp. Doesn't save you to lose you. He saves you to move you forward. To build you up. Amen. I want to conquer the devil this morning. I want to conquer unbelief by the word of God. I want it to go out of this building. I just listened to Brother Brown said, Lord, would the presence of God come down in this service and drive out the doubting spirits that are in this church. And I read that and I said, oh God, may the presence of Jesus Christ come down at Cloverdale Bible Way and drive out all unbelief and doubt so that there would be supernatural healings taking place from this corner to that corner, from the front to the back. We don't want to play church. We are the church. 
Hallelujah. It's the same kind of life that went into the ground. Jesus Christ is saying yesterday, today, and forever. A spirit come upon the bride to do the same things he did. So it's not talking about it. Don't talk me the message. Live me the message. Yep, yep. Okay, well, well I'll, I'll just stop there a little bit. I'll just stop there a little bit. Don't you talk me the message. Don't you quote me quotes. I know quotes, you know quotes, we all know quotes. All God's children knows quotes. But not all live the quote. Only God's children live the quote. A spirit comes upon the bride. That's why, Brother E.D.A., I am not giving up. I am determined. I believe that prophet's message. He said, ask anything in my name. I ask in the name of Jesus Christ. Touch my brother. Deliver him. Whatever's hindering the brain to the eye, rebuke it. Hallelujah. Listen, not only is it for his healing, it's the salvation of your children. You should have already caught that right now. You should have already caught that. It's not your children falling asleep. It's your children on the edge of their seat. You sitting down, children. What the preacher's going to preach this morning, I don't know. But it's God that's going to speak to us this morning. It'll change the whole atmosphere. Is that right, mommy? That's right. The same Shekinah that was behind in that inner veil is behind this veil. Hallelujah. That's why I take offense when I see Satan come on our children. I don't know about you, Brother Murphy. I take offense because I, it's the devil trying to rob me of my children. You say, well, they're not your children. They're my children in the gospel. And I will fight. I will pray. I will rebuke. I will resist. Do I hear an amen? We resist the devil. We want them to have the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Amen, amen, amen. He's got the same life that Jesus Christ has. That went into the ground. Jesus Christ the same yesterday, today and forever. Has come upon the bride to do the same things. Same things. Years. Men have been following men. With doctrines. Doctrines of men. And where has it brought them? Families lost. Churches broke up. Trying to pump the people up. You don't have to pump up the bride. She's got a life in her. That didn't come from man. Didn't come from Bible way. It came from the very thought of God. And if he thought of you once. He can never unthink you. He can never unthink you. Gwyneth. God bless you. And I, I apologize. I called her out the other day. But it's just that you have a burden to see these ones come to know the God that you know. And I take offense when Satan comes amongst us and tries to quiet our young people. Make them perverts. The word will break the yoke of Satan any place, any time. 
anywhere. Amen. You have to believe this, saints of God. I believed it all my life. I believe that I fought for my boys all my life. I fought for it and I'm fighting for their children. I'm not a mamsy pamsy lay back head, hands behind the pillow type of guy. If they're in, they're in. If they're out, they're out. God gave me those boys. That's what you got to determine. God gave me those children. And Satan, I take offense. I rebuke you, devil. Hallelujah. Listen, saints, for those that have your children, rejoice. For those that don't, rejoice because there's those that have been delivered by the power of God. And if He did it for them, they'll do it for you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'll, 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 poor brother Tim Pruitt. I, I'm, I don't know how many times he must. You, you, you can, I don't know. Copyright a quote? I don't know. If you can do that. This is not called easy believing. Easy believing. You're too radical, Tom. You're too radical. Radical? Really? It was radical when drugs left. It was radical when drinking left. That was pretty radical when smoking left. God eradicated the devil from my life. And I'm not about to let it ease off, saints. He's fighting me, and I'm going to fight him. When I came home from work at 21 years old, 21, I say, well, man, you've been nothing but white hair, brother Tom. My son doesn't even know me anything other than white hair. That was Joel's quote. That's a quotable quote. Dad, I've only known you to have white hair. Well, I, one time I had hair like, oh man, I, can, I better look at some real young ones around here. <laughs> Michaela. Yeah, Caleb. Yeah. Can you imagine? I once had that. But one day when I got saved at 21, I'd put a good day's work in. Shower. Get on my knees and say, oh God, I got a few hours tonight. Where can I be used for the kingdom? Who can I go to to bless them, to help them, to encourage them? I'm thankful I did every, every little bit I could do. My desire is to see young men rise up. As he cried out the other, the, the other service, where are those young men that will stand with me? As David, and then a prophet, and I'll never forget it. Prophet cries out, where are those young warriors? Those young men. I remember the first time I heard that, Dan, I jumped to my feet. I said, here I am, prophet. I just wanted my voice. To go from this realm to that realm. To let them know that there are young men. That are going to pack this message. To the coming of the Lord Jesus. And if it's not my generation. It will be the next generation. But they will have the same God. Where was Brother Bradham seeing anyway? 
We always put him in the present when he's a prophet that sees the future. The word, Brother Bram says in the same quotes, he is not there with the chuck. For the spirit come upon the bride to do the same thing, see? It's reproducing itself again. The word, yet young, spake for itself. And know that I must be about my father's business. Huh. He said, there's the secret of the message. All mysteries are going to be unveiled. Now here is a, here's the secret of the message now. Exactly. The father's business. What is the father's business? Could you think of what the father's business is? To fulfill what Isaiah prophesied of Jesus to be. And his name shall be called what? Wonderful. Is he? Counselor. Is he? The mighty God. Is he? The Prince of Peace. Is he? He was fulfilling the Father's business by fulfilling what the Word said he was. Then if God sent a voice from his excellent glory through a prophet, we must be about the Father's business. Doing the same works, Brother Bram said. What is it? What are those things? To fulfill Malachi 4. Fulfill. He's Malachi 4. But we are the children that have been turned back to the faith of our fathers. Amen. Silver and gold have I none, but such as I have. I give you thee. Rise up. Rise up. Rise up, children of God. In the name of Jesus Christ. And receive your healing. And the Bible says, He leaped with joy. Yeah. Glory. Amen. This is where we're at, saints. Fulfilling. Fulfilling our Father's business. Fulfilling what the Word said we are. Not just saying it. Living it. Satan, I bind you. Listen, saints. If you got homosexuals in your church, you better get out of that church. Because the Word will drive homosexuality out. You don't have to turn off the tape. Don't worry, saints of God. You can't burn it out of me. Elohim rain judgment on Sodom. And Elohim is living in a people. He's come to your tent to have communion. Come on. Who is this Melchizedek? If Melchizedek here, future home is here. Amen. It's just about home time. I can see my father standing at the door. This world is about a wilderness. I'm ready for deliverance. Hallelujah. Living it, loving it, living it, loving it, living it, loving it. 
I, I, you know what I despise also? People go through school that come to grade 12 and they come because mommy and daddy say they should come to church. After they graduate, where are they? Can you imagine being tormented all that time sitting in church and not wanting what's being preached? That drives me crazy. Where did I go wrong? Yep. Just look, go walk down the halls of a Bible way school. Look at this class. Where'd he go? Where'd he go? Where'd they go? Where'd they go? Well, the daddies and mummies are still here. And so I want mummies and daddies to get about the father's business. Mm-hmm. 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 And say, I claim them. I'm not going to allow Satan to rob me of my inheritance. Abraham, look north. Look south. Look east. Look west. I don't care if it's Lot. I don't care. Brother Brandon, listen. You can use Noah as a type of the bride and you can use it as a type of the tribulation. You can take and, and you can, uh, how do you do Dual purpose or dual um, parallel, whatever. You got what I mean. So when Lot was taken by Chetel Omar, that was a part of Abraham. And what did Abraham do? Did he sit on his laurels? What did he do? He got 318 men. Trained men. Brother Bram said he trained them to be circumcised. He trained them to get the world out of their lives. To get the unbelief out of their lives. He cut away the extra flesh. He cut it away. And did not lose one of them. Go after your children. Go after him. 318. And who was leading the charge? A 75-year-old man. Let's keep the devil on the run. For we have not believed or followed after cunningly devised fables. Something made up by some macaroni in some woods with some golden tablets that nobody's ever saw cunningly devised fables a book of moroni or as one brother said a book of macaroni and I don't mean to mock it but that's about as much macaroni's probably got more value in it than that but we haven't followed cunningly devised fables God was present with that prophet If I've spoken the truth, let the angel of the Lord himself come down and confirm his word. Sister dear, you have kidney trouble. The doctors have looked at you. They don't have the answer. But King Jesus has the answer. Mm -hmm. This message has every answer to every problem. We have not followed cunningly devised fables. And we've made known unto you the power of the coming of our Lord Jesus. Because we heard it second hand. No, that's not what my Bible says. I witness. 
Brother Ken could say, I'm an eyewitness the night Brother Tom Ray got saved. We are eyewitnesses of the coming of the Lord Jesus. We are eyewitnesses of the glory of God upon your lives. We have not followed cunningly devised fables, but have seen the Callistus that was a young lady walk into this church and God deliver her. Right, Jana? Same sister. Comes in, gets saved. We were just going through it, right, Peter? Comes to church, gets saved. You get really saved? Did you get really saved? Are you here? Yes, I'm here. Jenna, did you get saved? Really saved. You're still here? Peter, really saved? Really saved. Who's really saved? Hallelujah. Not cunningly devised fables. Not an emotional calling. But an inside pulling. God pulled me into his presence. I feel the pull. I want to get to it, saints. It wasn't the first pull that got our attention, even though it was marvelous indeed. It wasn't the second pull that got our attention, yet it was phenomenal in its making. But he took us to a place alone with God that we were now shut in with the presence of Jesus Christ and revealed the third pull to us. I'm throwing a lot out there because I'm still on half of page one. You are our most pulling church. These last, since we got back from COVID, we've stomped this devil. Huh? Remember when we used to say, Murphy, when we looked at the camera? When we get back, when we get back together, we're gonna, we're gonna raise the roof off this church. Saints, there's been services we've raised the roof. Why? The devil did not divide us. We are one body, we. Hallelujah. Yes, sir. This is a glorious church without spot or wrinkle. Not following cunningly devised fables. Things made up. People say things that's never been said. Using even our own pastor's words that's never been uttered. And they unshamedly say it to a people. And it's not true. That's cunning. Listen, if a wolf comes in, saints, I'm going to call that wolf out. We've got a body to protect. Say what the prophet said. Quote what the pastor says. But say what he said. Say what he said. You can quote me anytime. Go back and say that. I said that on the tape. If I said it, I said it. And I am not ashamed of this gospel. It is the power of God unto salvation. This is my beloved son. Hear ye him. Well, then, if this last age, let me ask you a question. If the voice came and spoke through a messenger 
And he was a voice to Laodicea. And then there's a bride that comes. Didn't he tell you in the Laodicean church age? That she under her messenger. I don't hope I didn't lose you. She under her messenger. Come on. Is the final voice. To the final age. Then it cannot be Tom Ray's voice. It cannot be Murphy Wong's voice. It's got to be the voice. From the most excellent glory. That'll change you. I can't change you. He can't change you. But what he speaks will change you. The hour has come. The hour has come. The hour has come. When is it going to be? Tomorrow? Next month? Next year? What are you going to do? I don't even want to go home. I want to go home. I want to go home. I want to go to my future home. The hour's come. The prophet said here in the first seal, the hour's come that the Son of Man should be glorified. See? You're at the end of the age. There's his ministry is ending. Now under the first seal, prophet saying, when Jesus said the hour is coming now is, he was showing to the people that Jesus was coming to the end of his ministry. But now from 63 to 65, there's just a couple of years left of his ministry. So it's a son of man revealing the son of man. And Jesus answered him saying, the hour's come. That the Son of Man should be glorified. You're at the end of the age. And his ministry is ending. See? The hours come that the Son of Man should be glorified. What about? The hour has come when his bride shall be taken away. The hours come. Going to wait for tomorrow? Nope. Going to wait for the next moment. It could be any second. Well, I haven't finished school and I haven't married. Joseph flew all this way from Congo and he doesn't want the rapture to happen till. Or I'm sorry, not from Europe. Where's your There she is. She said, stop right there, brother Tom. But things come to the end. He delayeth no longer. Why is he delaying? He's not delaying. He's just waiting for the last one, workmanship, to be finished. Brother Bram said, and then Jesus came and called, 1964. He said, now, he says, here we are. We've come to the West Coast. He come to the West Coast. He said, the sun rises in the east, sets in the west. We're at the setting at some time. He said, now, if there's a little girl, let's say she's around 12 years old, and her name is in the Lamb's Book of Life. He said, we have to wait for her to come to her accountability. So we'll just play it out. That isn't sucking lemonade and putting your feet up. That is pressing the kingdom. Lord, make it happen quickly. Come quickly, Lord Jesus. Come quickly. See, the hours come that the Son of Man should be glorified. What about the hour has come that his bride must be taken away? What? The hour has come. 
The time shall be no more. The angel's ready to set one foot on the land and the other on the sea, which the rainbow's over him with his feet. And he said, time has run out. And besides that, he raised up his hand and swore that time would be no more. When this happens, how perfect it is, as we said last week, it is a sworn affidavit stamped by the supreme judge. Stamped affidavit. God spoke from his eternal throne to say what the seal was to be revealed. But when it placed before John, it was a symbol. When John saw it, it was a mystery. Why? It wasn't even revealed right then. It cannot be revealed until what he said here at the end time, what was symbol is now revealed. So as I said last week out of Daniel, when the time of judgment was falling down for Nebuchadnezzar, the Bible said, and there fell a voice from where? Heaven. From that most excellent glory. A voice fell down and judged Nebuchadnezzar. A voice has come down in this hour and has judged Laodicea, but has redeemed his bride. A voice. That voice is a voice from that eternal glory. It means in the Hebrew, bat kol, K-O-L. Reveals. And that voice came to reveal God's divine will in perfect, intelligent words. (laughs) But blessed are your ears. For they hear. So there's a people that hear and people that don't hear. It's just church to them. Doesn't mean anything. To me, it's my rapture. It's my going away. A voice fell from heaven. That means it came from heaven. It was heard from heaven. It proceeded from heaven. It was a heavenly revelation that was coming down from heaven. It was speaking in the first person. God speaking through his prophets is God speaking in the first person. Thus saith the Lord. God speaks in the first person. Why don't you turn with me to Mark 9. Mark chapter 9. How are we doing here? Mark chapter 9. Is everybody okay? All right. I don't want to say give me five more minutes because we've got a long ways to go yet. So I'll just give, give me some time. And time shall be no more. (laughs) After loosening up a little bit. Mark chapter 9 verse 1. 
And he said unto them, Verily I say unto you, that there be some of them that stand here, which shall not taste death, till they have seen the kingdom of God come with power. Can you imagine? Here's Jesus now telling them that there's going to be some here that are not going to die that will see him come in power. And so it was said amongst the disciples, some of us are going to live to the coming of the Lord Jesus. How often have we read over things and not really read what we, or understood what we read? Or we think we did. The disciples were disciples, apostles. They thought they had it too. But then immediately the scripture says, and after six days, Jesus take them. Peter, James, John. But Bram said, faith, hope, and charity. God always said, wherever he went, remember he raised that dead girl? Jairus' daughter? Who did he take? Peter, James, and John. Hope, faith, and charity. So now he taketh Peter, James, and John and leadeth them up into a high mountain apart by themselves. And he was transfigured before them. Oh my, my, my. And his raiment became shiny, exceeding white as snow, so as no fuller on earth can wipe them. And there appeared unto them Elijah and Moses. And they were talking with Jesus. My. But Abraham said at one point, he said that was the law. And judgment or justice because of Elijah. Then at another point he says, the one that was dead and one that was taken in the rapture. He said, and there appeared unto them Elias, Elijah with Moses. And they were talking with Jesus. And Peter answered and said to Jesus, Master, it's good for us to be here. Let us make three tabernacles. One for thee, one for Moses, and one for Elias. For he was not. What to say? For they were sore afraid. He was just babbling. I mean, that's quite the place to be. And there was a cloud. I want you to notice now. There was a cloud that overshadowed them. And a voice came out of the cloud. Said, go to Tucson. I mean, this is my beloved son. Hear ye him. What happened to Rabbi Levinsky? What happened to all these rabbis and learned men? You had Moses and Elijah. But God was very specific. Hear ye him. And suddenly, when they had looked around about, they saw no man anymore, save Jesus only with themselves. Hear ye him. Now, Brother Bram said, in Christ the mystery, God revealed. Christ has mercy. 
The law, Moses, put, will put you in jail, but couldn't get you out. The prophets, God's justice, Elijah, to condemn you and kill you. That's right. But Jesus was God's love and revelation to let them know a predestinated seed that he has called you. This is him. Hear him. No. The fullness of the Godhead is made known. The secret of the mystery is now revealed. That God is manifested. God and man have become one. Now here we have a picture. Where Jesus was on Mount Transformation. Or Mount Transfiguration. And he was transformed. But there was also a cloud in Moses' day. That led Moses. There was a cloud in Jesus' day. (laughs) I want to get you to about page 8 here. But I'm on 2. There's a page. There's a cloud. That has come in this generation. And it didn't just come to put a picture on the wall. It came to reveal who Christ was. That there is going to be a people that hear ye him. And we wouldn't see it as a William Branham, but we would see it as God. Mount Sinai, cloud. Mount Carmel, God comes down. Mount Transfiguration, cloud. And Mount Sunset, cloud. He's the same yesterday. Today and forever. The God that spoke to Moses is the same God that spoke through William Branham. Hallelujah. God used Moses to lead millions out of Egypt. God sent a message to bring us out of Laodicea and into a glorious rapture, Brother Larry. The fullness of the Godhead was being made known. There's no trinity here. He letting you know right now. Hear ye him. Unto us a son is given. Unto us a child is born. And his name shall be called. Wonderful. Counselor. Prince of Peace. A mighty God. The mighty God. Not three. The. Who? The child. God, Emmanuel, came down. And whether the Israelites it or not, there's only one name under heaven where men can be saved. And that is in the name of Jesus Christ. People say, I'm gathered in his name. Wherever two or three are gathered in his name. Really? I thought I had a prophet say, Ichabod over America. Ichabod over America. He said, the manifestation of the word of the hour is the name of God. Hear ye him. He said, I'm gathered in his name. Where? Where? What, what church do you want to talk about? Ichabod. Over oneness. Trinity. Pentecostal. What, what name? Methodist. Luther. Catholic church. Ichabod. No, the glory of God's left them all. 
But God came down in this generation among sunsets. Come on. And a sword was in a prophet's hand. Brother Murphy, you took it. But it was great. I loved it. You take once that sword is in your hand. You cannot take it off. It's cleaved to your hand. Why? It's the king's sword. Hallelujah. People don't play with this message. I can do this. I think this. I think that. Say what he said. You'll go well. You'll do well. You'll do well. Not what you think he said. Say what he said. He said there will come forth. Expresses himself in the fullness of his Godhead. Deity. Was in Christ. Deity. But now there's a time. Coming forth. Where he'll express himself in the fullness of his Godhead. Deity. Through his church. Come on. Don't get quiet. You are really good at the beginning. Don't get quiet now. Because now I'm coming down to your address. Deity in the church. God and man have become one. Glory. Devil, I'm not letting you trot on me no more. Why? It's Jesus on the inside. Hallelujah. This is strong meat. And it's not for everyone. Sorry, it's not for everyone. It's only for the eagles. Under an eagle anointing. Because in the days of the voice of the seventh eagle. Messenger. If you look in my my column, it says eagle. In that eagle anointing. They'll feed off that body word. Strong meat. Strong meat. But through his church, the fullness of the Godhead deity through his church, having the preeminence in his church. It was the anointed man. But now it's the anointed people. Come on, Brother Roy, you stick with me. Anybody stick with me, you'll stick with me. It's not just now the anointed man, Christ. It's the anointed people called the bride of Jesus Christ. And we have heard from his excellent glory. And we haven't heard it second hand. We've been eyewitnesses. Amen. Of Jesus once again in flesh. Not just in 1965 or 1964 or 1953. It's God in flesh today. Hallelujah. The anointed man. This is Christ's mystery. God revealed now it's the anointed people. Oh my. To bring back the anointed bride and the bridegroom. Why? We're going to the bride's surprise. In future home, we're going to, we have, if you, he, the, he's worked thousands of years, but he has to receive you to himself. And where I am, you shall be also. So the Lord's descending with a shout, a voice and a trump. What? To receive us to himself. To catch you, to take you to your surprise. Oh, Margaret, I have not seen or ear heard. Brother Bram said sublime doesn't even touch it. 
And somebody used to say, oh, glory, glory, glory. <laughs> it's glorious, I do declare. <laughs> oh, my. To bring back the anointed bride and the bridegroom. Anointed by what? By accepting what Eve turned down. Accepting what Eve turned down. Am coming back with the anointing of the word. Because he said, my word is spirit. See? The anointed with the word, what Eve turned down, he comes back and we accept it. My, 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 my. Now the anointed Bride. Now, the anointed bride. Remember the quote that we quoted last Sunday. But in that Lord Jesus Christ, he was possessed with a power that went beyond earth-bound limitations. Yes, sir. He walked over to that cold, stiff form of a dead girl. Oh, hallelujah. He took her by the hand. He looked all around. Where is everybody? They're outside. Why are they outside? They were making fun. Criticizing. And everything. But he was possessed with a power that could speak into another world. Not just the anointed man. But the anointed people. Now listen. To speak into another world. He spoke in tongues. And said. Telitha. That is soul. Return back to this girl. Hallelujah. He give the same power. Now thing. I know you like trucks. Do you like small motors? Four cylinder. Huh? V8. Turbocharged. Huh? Jacked up. Lifts on your truck. Big wheel knobs. Sit in that seat. Shifted in the first. I got power. <laughs> That's nothing. You know, we get in our mind, uh, you know, get a V8 turbocharged. People look at you and say, wow, you got a fast, fast car. Well, the speed limit is only 50. <laughs> I don't know why they sell those crazy cars. Huh? There's not Germany where the Autobahn. But we have an idea what power is because of different levels we live in. But now he's given the church power to speak into another dimension. Power. Oh, I want to get in and identify with the Holy Ghost. Power. Power. To lift the dead. Power. Identified in the Holy Ghost. Power. Hallelujah. Who's going to do it? We're going to do it. Where is that voice? In you. 
Who's going to lift him out of the grave? Come on, people. Because it's not you, it's God in you. We have come to the end of time. This is the hour. This is the season. We're not here building churches, churches, churches. Brother Bram said we've had churches, churches, bride, bride, churches, churches. But there's one bride coming. Prophesy, prophet. Here I am. Here I am. Glory be to Jesus. Here I am. Same life. Same power. Same Holy Ghost. Bone of His bone. Flesh of His flesh. Power of His power. She is Him. Glory. That's what the message is about. Isabel. That's what the message is all about. Not just to point to William Branham, but he was pointing to Christ. He was pointing to Christ in you. The hope of glory. Hallelujah. Glory be to Jesus. Power of his power. Talk about power. You talk about power in the voice, Brother Murphy. Power. And I heard a voice. I heard another angel. And from that voice said, come out of her, my people. Well, well, that's just the scripture. That's just Revelation 18. There was power in that voice. It loosed and broke the chains of your religious systems. Rip the chain of Catholicism. Rip the chain. There was power in that voice. And there's power in your voice. Hallelujah. There is power. Power. Wonder working power. In the blood. Where? Where is that? Where's that bleeding word? Living in me. Is there power? Power to overcome anything. Any obstacle. Why did a prophet come and preach to you? Why Christ speak? Come on. He said Samson didn't have to have a prayer meeting when a thousand Philistines come. He didn't have to have a prayer meeting. He said, oh God, I'm an anointed man. You promised my mom I would be anointed. He knew who he was. Come on, Shamgar. He knew he was under a covenant. We've got the stamp. We're under a covenant. Speak it. Well, I don't have a job. Speak your job. He's your provider. Amen. He's just still Jehovah Jireh. All his redemptive names of God were in Christ. Is that not true? He's Jehovah Rapha, Jehovah Jireh, Jehovah Nissi, Tiskanu, Shammah. Hmm? The, all of those redemptive names were in Christ. And if Christ is in you, the provider's in you. Your victory's in you. His righteousness is in you. Because that's what he is. It's not your righteousness, it's his righteousness. 
And I heard a voice from that excellent glory. What a voice has come in this generation. What a voice. You say, oh man, you people are really, or at least the preacher is really out of control here. (laughs) I hope I'm not out of control. I mean, I hope I'm in the control of the Holy Spirit to speak the word of God to his beloved bride. It's a privilege and it's an honor. And saints of God, what I'm, what I desire within me is to provoke you in love. Provoke you. Don't get closed minds about it's, I just us four and no more. And I want to press into my body change. I didn't come here just to put the tag of a message believer. No, sir. I've got the blood tag. I got the life of the blood in this living in me. You still all right? I'll better leave that one. And I heard a great voice out of heaven saying, Behold, the tabernacle of God is with man. We're coming to the end of the book, Brother Roy. We're coming where the bride and the spirit and the bride say the same thing. Come. He that is a thirst, come. We say the same thing. We're not leaving the message books on our shelves. We're eating the book and becoming what the book says we are. You are the super sign. Who said that? I am. Thank you, Brother Roy. Beat me to it. You are the super sign. Notice Brother Bram said in super sign, the eternal sign, unfailing sign. It will never fail. Brother Bram said in Easter seal, prophecy never fails. There will be a church triumphant, never fail. Victorious, never fail. Putting Satan under her feet, never fail. Amen. I'm not amening myself, but I'll amen him. Ah, it will never fail. The word and man have become one. Mm Mm-hmm. Now, as Michael, when we were fellowshipping on this the other week, puts a big responsibility on us. Brother Jean, you were there in that conversation. Dan, you were there. We're having lunch. The responsibility falls upon the believer now. To be about their father's business. What is the father's business? To fulfill Malachi 4. John 14, 12. And that greater than this shall ye do. That's our responsibility. To fulfill the father's business. The word and man has become one. When God's word and man become one. It's the word Becoming flesh. Brother Bram takes this. He said, oh my. The predestined one. Predestinated one, of course. Like the seed laid on the earth. The one that had life in it. Many of them 
there laying dead. They just rotted. And the waters burst them open, those that had the life. But you know, there's a seed that was ready for life. And God knew it was laying there. Brother Bram goes on to say, that's the divine revelation of the word made flesh. Hmm. That's the divine revelation of the word made flesh. If it was flesh in the day by the son, the groom. Are you ready? Are you ready? It's the flesh today by the bride. In this bride coming of Christ, coming out of the church, there'll have to be a sheaf wave again in this last day. And I heard a voice from heaven come out of her. I feel the pull come out of her. I heard the call come out of here. God's voice to you. Musicians, why don't you come? Remember, I started with this and I'll end with this today. I'm just your brother. I'm just your brother. By the grace of God. But when the angel of the Lord comes down. It becomes then the voice of God to you. A voice from the excellent glory. It was not in this realm or in this dimension. But when it comes down. It's the voice of God to you. I maybe that offended you. And it did millions of people. But it sure doesn't offend me. Because there's power in that voice. Maybe if I've offended you by saying that, forgive me. I felt that that might have been resented. But. Here is Brother Branham now talking. I am God's voice to you. (laughs) Do you know what it is? Not to have one guilty feeling. We know that by the experience of salvation. We know we've been born again. Brother Branham knew who he was. He said, I am God. Voice of God to you. I am God's voice to you. I'll say it again. It might have offended you, but I'll say it again. The voice of God is in the bride. That might offend somebody, but I'll say it again. The voice is in her. And the spirit and the bride say, come. She says the same thing. Do you believe that voice that's speaking is not my voice? 
as we said in the last few services, here was the gift. He said, what is your gift, Brother Branham? Is to get myself out of the way. What a gift. You understand that incredible? You can't even tell the change. I've told him the voice. He said, now whatever he said. Now you listen to it all. So if you want to do it, that wasn't me. Just type that in your computer and you'll be all day looking at that and you go, wow, 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 wow. That wasn't me. That wasn't me. That wasn't me. That wasn't me. That was him. That was him. That was him. That was him. Glorious. Don't ever get tired of it. That's not brilliant brown. That was God using him. When it comes down, I am God's voice to you. Can I say to you, when it comes down now, the voice of the bridegroom is in the bride. And we'll leave it part five for another day. I think that's enough for you to think on these things. Think on these things. That would be lovely. Get ready, Brother Mike. Was Esther come to the king? She couldn't be refused. We can't refuse you, Brother Michael. We are Esther. We're Rebecca. We're Sarah. We know who we are. Probably 25, 30 years ago, Brother Bisco preached a message, and the Lord, I believe it was the Lord giving this song. And with what's been spoken today, we need to come up higher.
have not I sent you to speak what you've heard? Have not I given you power against sin? My sword in the hand of faith, this battle you'll win. Why do you sit by, idle, unsure? I gave you the message, my word will endure. is groaning as a woman in travail I gave you authority my word bright can't fail have not I called you your inheritance awaits Have not I placed you within Zion's gates? Have not I called you to stand in this day? Speak and go forward, my bride on display. Why do you sit by, idle, unsure? I gave you the message, my word will endure. The whole earth is groaning, as a woman in travail. I gave you authority, my word bride can't fail. I have betrothed you and spread forth my gown to clothe you in perfection. To wear my queen's crown Wedding supper awaits you In your new home Come up higher, my little bride Sit in my throne Why do you sit by Idle unsure, I gave you the message. My word will endure. The whole earth is groaning as a woman in travail. I gave you authority. My word bride can't fail
Thank you, Brother Michael. I loved it. Well, we've come to the end of the service. And now we've heard the word and worship in song. Don't be idle. And don't be unsure. Press the battle. Press to the prize, the mark of the high calling. It's more than just putting, I believe, the message. It's provoking you in love to press in, come up a little higher. Why don't we stand? There's trouble in the east again. Hear about the war, salmon.
skip way ahead. The scripture says in John in Romans 6 and verse 14 Sin shall not have dominion over you. If the bridegroom who is the word says this what will the bride say? What will the bride say? She says the same thing. For sin will no longer master over you. Can you say amen? That's Bible. Since you are not under the law as slaves, but under grace and are now a recipient of God's grace and mercy. Satan cannot have dominion over you. Let's bow our heads in a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, you have given us your word. Not a closed book any longer. But it is an open book. Father, we don't want to be dilatory. We don't want to be slack. As other men have counseled slackness. But Father, if there's a body change coming and a future home descending. And there's a bride uniting with the groom. I want to keep listening to hear come up higher. Tremendous song Brother Michael wrote, Lord. Wonderful ending to the message this morning. I pray, Father God, that we will ponder the word. Not necessarily, Lord, the enthusiasm or the expression in which it was delivered, but the content in what was said. And as always, Lord, we'd want our words seasoned with grace. And we just pray, Lord, that the blood of Jesus Christ will do its eternal work upon all of our hearts and lives. Heavenly Father, would you go with each and every one of us? And Lord, as Brother EBA keeps that vision of a healed body before him, let him walk in faith step by step into the mirror of your promised word. Your word has declared by your stripes, I am healed. And Father God, there's many needs amongst us, whether it be healing in the body, whether it be sickness of the soul, whether it be our lost children. We take the promise of your word. We take the token of the promise. We send it after our children. We're praying God for deliverance. We're praying for the Holy Ghost to move on our behalf. We pray, Father God, you'll inspire mothers, fathers, single ones alike, whatever age they be. May the glory of God fill their temple. And may we walk into the promises of God. May they not just be quotes on a page or scriptures on a paper. But Lord, may it be the inspired word of God. 
that men of old were moved of the Holy Ghost. Move us into this promise. I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Blessed be the name of my rock. Oh, blessed be the name of my rock. Jesus Christ, may the word of God empower you, clothed with the garment to perform to promise. Take just that word alone, you will conquer the devil. Go in victory. Go in grace. God bless you. Nice to see you all this morning. God bless you.